Welcome to Killer Kush, a podcast where we smoke and talk about killers, caspers, and cryptids. My name's Lick Namak. My pronouns are he, him. My name's Lady Cochtenberg. My pronouns are they, she. Welcome to episode 40. More motherfucking. I think this is 41, right? This is 41. Did you do that many episodes without me? Yeah, I did 39 and 40 damn episode 41 yeah that's crazy we missed you we we being i guess like me because i'm the only other person <laughs> yeah but we missed you okay it was i missed hard. you guys too last it week was... was a little rough it was a little rough with the I, one with casey yeah yeah i like realized how bad i am at reading again which like was it was a tough it was a tough hour there. It was yeah. like damn if only Nick could be reading right now. Sometimes like, you just get a little too bonked and uh Yeah. It makes it really hard to understand words. It does. And then you like you know when you know a word but you don't see it spelled out super often, so you're like, Oh, that word but then you see it and you're like, What the fuck is that word? Like what is that? Yeah. And you sound it out and then it's like wrong and then you're like, Well I can't like re edit and say the word over this word, so it's just gonna have to be wrong. <laughs> Yeah, that was the weeks without you, so. Well, I'm glad I'm back. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that you're literate. That's something I'm really grateful for. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We're going to see how, because I also have like post-COVID brain. Oh, so we're going to yeah. see how quick I can read. Did you have brain fog? That's what. I Yeah, it was kind of rough. I had like this weird brain thingy and then it was also a hurt to see. Like. Oh, like, like a uh, pressure. pressure. Yeah. yeah. Like if I looked too fast, it felt like I was drunk. Um, and Nico ran a fever of 104 for a few days. Oh my god. Which is, like, dangerous high. That's, like, hospital. Yeah. Like, that's what my mom was always like, if you're over 102, you should go to the hospital. Yeah, well, Nico ran a 104. And he said, I'm gonna chill right here. he just laid in that bed. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. He survived that little twink. <laughs> that little, that little twink. He loves to get sick. That's one thing about Nico. It's like, when he's sick, he's sick. He's sick. Dude. He's a baby. He's yeah. a cute baby, though. Yeah, it's the twink. It's the Just twink. twink. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun though. Um It was fun though. Yeah, I mean COVID? I kinda just got to chill for a while. Yeah. I haven't gone to rehearsal in two weeks. It's I haven't like, oh, the best excuse to cancel. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, like, Oh, no. I have COVID. Yeah. It got me. It finally got me. Which it did finally get me. It did. It did. So <laughs> I got I gotta gotta acknowledge that. I <laughs> I did hear Nick gave himself COVID by staying with Nico. I was like, yeah, that's fair. What was my I other would, option? No, exactly. That's what I said. I was like, okay, listen, when Tommy had COVID, like, yeah, we separated. I still got COVID, even though we separated because we'd yeah. slept together. We'd kissed. It's like at a certain point, there was do you no really want to sleep on your couch in your apartment filled with roommates? Like, no. Just with the mask it. on all the time because yeah. we were constantly masking. and Because most of the people here have COVID. Yeah, Philanise is the only one that didn't get it. No, I think Philanise is immune. After this little mishap, Excursion, I feel yeah. like she really is immune. Yeah. I agree. Superhuman, even. One yeah. might say. Yeah, but you... But me, Just not, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> I got it, and I got it good. Uh, uh, but what's your vibe? My vibe this week is excited because we start rehearsals with the company on Tuesday. Yes! So we're fully cast, and that happened during the COVID mishaps. Um, oh. We fully cast our company, and 
I bought everybody cute little tote bags and cute little notebooks and cute little rollers. And we're giving them like a goodie bag on their first day of self-care things. That's so adorable. And yeah, I'm excited to get it up and off the ground. How and many people did you end up casting? Well, we were supposed to only cast five, but we ended up casting seven. Oh, uh, including who not including rain oh so there's eight so overall? there's eight in total for oh. improvisation and seven in total for the choreography that's cool where we only hired one person as uh improvisation only okay for rehearsals awesome so they'll come for the first half of rehearsal and then leave that's sick that's yeah. awesome wait i want to know who they are maybe not like right now on this public yeah podcast, here's me listing all wait. of their names yeah, well it's cool first, because last middle in social security and number, so please. shan yeah, yeah cvc and, literally yeah. um it's cool because i know some of the people and i don't know some of the people so it's gonna be my first time working with some of these people that i never would have had the opportunity if it wasn't for this experience yeah and that's like building so, your little community and yeah. like getting to know it's also cool to like I always feel like I'm able to be a better leader with people who I don't know as well because people that you know, it's sort of like, well, you already know me. Like, I don't, it's harder to like gauge how to lead people. But mm -hmm. if they're strangers, it's like, well, you don't know me. So this is the only role that you've seen me as. Like, it's easier to play this role of being a choreographer. Yeah, exactly. So that's fun. And we don't use the term director really in our collective because we are, uh, there's like not the hierarchy in the company. Yeah. And so we're all just like either a choreographer, a company member, or a company improviser. Mm -hmm. Sick. So, I love that. and then like the people within the company are choreographing on the company. So it's going to like bring us really close together and we're going to see each other's brains work and all that stuff. Yeah. So, are you going to be a part of other people's choreography or do you think you're just going to? Oh, awesome. I'm just being a choreographer and then I'm going to sit there and make sure the space is being upheld with like other we are standards yeah. and all that stuff. I love that. I'm sick, dude. It's all yeah. coming together. Yeah. I'm yes! super excited. It's like dreams coming true. No, seriously. You said I got a job. I got a company. I got COVID. Like everything you've ever Every wanted Every dream. <laughs> Every dream is coming true. <laughs> the amount of times Nick was like, I want COVID. Like, give me COVID. Give me it. Yeah. Give me it. But it was mostly at PetSmart. Like, it kind of is an L that you got it. When I had to work, work still. Home. Yeah. Yeah. That pissed me off, bro. Like, when, ugh, like, the fact that they, I know that you can still work when you have COVID. Like, if, depending on how bad you are. Yeah. But it does piss me off that they're like, oh, well, it's okay because we work from home anyways. Like, you can just, like. You'll be fine. There yeah, is no COVID policy. And then, like, you're fine. Yeah, that's fuck. I'm like, well, people could still be having, like, a really hard time. Or, like, if the brain fog is a part of this strain, it's like, strain, is that what it's called? And that's, like, a weird yeah, term, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. The strain. <laughs> yeah. This, this, uh, yeah, I think strain is right. Yeah. Okay, well, if a brain fog is part of this strain, it's like, you really want me to go on to work for, like, five days and maybe yeah. have COVID for a longer amount of time because I'm staring at a computer all day? Mm -hmm. Like, fuck that. No, that's And it, so... har it hurts to stare at a computer all day, as yeah. is, and then having, like, COVID eye pressure pain on top of it, it was near impossible. Like, yeah, dude. I don't know. I took one day off, and then I didn't do much work any of the other days because I was just sick. Yeah. So... They, and they were like, okay. Yeah, my boss is pretty cool. Good. Yeah. I mean, you have to be understanding. Like, that's the world we live in. Be respectful. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely that. How, uh, what's your vibe? Um, my vibe is I have a kitten for this weekend. Ah! Um, so named? I'm named Socks slash, I guess her real name is Cindy Popper 
after Cindy Lauper, I suppose. And I hate that name, so it sucks because that's cuter. She has little cute mitten yeah, feet. She's black and cute. white, but we found her on Friday the thirteenth, and she was like a mostly an all black cat except for a little nose and paws. So she's really sweet. Um, and I was like, hey, Tommy, can we have a second cat? Like, can we keep her? <laughs> and Tommy was like, absolutely, hell no from me. But you do whatever you want to do, bestie. So I was like, okay, for sure, so I won't damn. keep her. All right, But we got all to right. foster her for the weekend. Yeah, so I'm feeling very, woo. That's um, so fun. It just yeah. gives you so much uh, dopamine. Exactly. The only shitty part is I did, like, Friday was my last day of work because um, our season ended and I don't think I'll be returning. But Congratulations. now I have to drive back on Monday to give them the cat because I took her. Which I was like, that's kind of fucked. That's fucked. But Why I'm are they just not gonna just going like, to pick her up? Food. Because I didn't ask that. And now it's too late. Or I guess I could. I don't know. Well, it's fine. I made I think my you bed could probably still and, ask. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, can you guys like pick up this cat like i don't work there anymore can you yeah. please come and because who's this cat? getting it um this man who's like i guess his cat was a tuxedo cat as well and it just died so he That's was like sad. i'll come in on monday and i'll pick her up yeah or the security guard who like everyone wanted this cat let me just say like there was a list of five people celebrities who like, i might want this cat like one of our producers was like i want it let me ask my son and then the security Aww. guard was like, I've been trying to get her out from under the ramp for three days. Like, I've been putting food and water out for her. I've been uh, trying to convince my husband, like, please just, like, text me this weekend if someone else claims her. Like, I really want her. I'm going to convince my husband. And I was like, for sure, for sure. Yes, yeah. And then uh, here's you never coming back ever again. No, I know. And I was like, I don't know how to tell this woman that, like, this cat is already claimed, you know, like some man whose cat died already claimed her. And all these yeah. people have like these sob stories, like this reason why they should have the cat. They're like, oh, <laughs> like I feel lonely. Like I've just got like two old cats who are about to die. My cat just died. I'm the producer. Like, I'm just like, what is your, please just find yeah. out amongst You should yourselves. use this cat as leverage. No, literally. I'm like, you can have this cat. If, if you give me a $2,000 raise, I'll return. I'll return. So... Yeah. Maybe I could just keep it and ghost them all. Yeah, you should do that too. Delete my number or change my number. (laughs) New number, who dis? Yeah, but that's my vibe, so. Hell yeah. Woo! Well, welcome back, everyone. What's the story today? We're doing, I think I have four different stories from Reddit. So I did a Patreon poll and I had three options. One being Reddit stories, one being Mm -hmm. a creepypasta, and one being uh, the doodler, which is a serial killer. The doodler? Yeah. Bro. Um, and <laughs> our patrons voted a single one for each of them. So it was a three-way tie. <laughs> awesome. Well, so I'm just going to do, gonna do of each of them. Yeah. yeah. So this week is the Reddit stories. Next week will be a creepypasta. And the week after that will be the doodler. Yes. For me. is kind of scary. So it's like the next six weeks are kind of planned for you, yeah. basically. That's fucked up because you know what, Nick? I don't have anything planned at all. <laughs> Make a Patreon poll. Yeah. They'll tell you what to do. But or they I mean, won't. I uh, Then it's like the pressure of like, what if I don't want to when it gets there? You know? Like, what if yeah. I don't, suddenly the doodler is like, flopped nah, me that yeah. day, you know? You're not feeling passionate about the doodler. Exactly. Like, I want to I wanna come in with like a bright energy, with like the stars in my eyes. And that is just putting so much fire behind me that I might get burnt. So. Have you seen the new movie Firestarter on Peacock? No, I haven't. It's really bad. 
Really? You should watch it. It's very bad. I like hysterically bad. Like mm-hmm. funny bad. Zach Efron's in it. Oh, oh, I and he love plays him. like a middle-aged man. Middle age? Yeah, is it's Zach Efron. Yeah. Is he middle aged now? I don't know. How old is Zach Efron? I don't know. Thirty-six, thirty-four. Find out on the session. Sorry. And we're back. And we're back. Guess who's back? Back, 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 back again, again, again. again. Mm-hmm. Um. So this week, I think I have four stories that are all from Reddit. Um. And I, it was on the feed that was like, "What's the scariest story that you can remember?" And I scrolled oh, through, wow. and I said, "These ones are good. These ones are not good." Yeah. And found some good ones for you. Sometimes the most popular ones flop. Like, sometimes you yeah. have to scroll for a second. Or they're really, really long, and I'm like... I don't want to, yeah. These are supposed to be this. short, sh- digestible stories, yeah. not... The thing also, I hate when there's, you know, comments on Reddit, how there's all the lines and things. Yeah. Sometimes, It like, gets very messy. Yeah. I just... If there's too many comments, I'm like, goodbye. I'm scrolling past all this. And people really be trauma-dumping. I'm like, hey, it's on the internet, Reddit. guys. Please yeah. chill. On Reddit. Anyway. <laughs> So this first story is by Green and Bluefish. So back in the 1970s, my mom was a teenager living in Houston. She and her nine siblings lived in the Heights, which she says is a nice neighborhood now, but at the time was something of a slum. That's in the Heights, hey! In the Heights! Her family was super, super poor. Anyways, my mom had a crush on one of her brother's friends. She was around 14 or 15 at the time. He was a few years older, but she was in love. His name was Mark. Well, around this time, boys started disappearing from the neighborhood. They weren't leaving notes or telling anyone that they were leaving, and the families were calling the police, but the police weren't doing anything about it. They decided that the boys had run away and never really looked into it further. After all, these were poor kids living in a bad neighborhood. They ran away all the time. Life goes on. One day, Mark disappeared, too. Meanwhile, my mom's younger brother is hitching a ride out to a beach to go fishing. He did this on a regular basis and would bum a ride from anyone. Why would you? Okay, what world do we exist in where you're just like, yeah? In the 1970s, that makes sense to like hitch a ride, but nowadays, dude, well, when isn't that like around the time that Dahmer and oh my god, who's the other? Uh, why am I Bundy? Bundy, yeah, like they would give rides to people and then kill them. Like, yeah. that's probably why we don't hitchhike as much now, is because, like, people did that and got comfortable, and then there were evil sleazebags being like, oh, yeah, I'll give you a ride, baby. Yeah, very true. And I mean, as we'll find out, this is another... Uh, of course. So, on the way to the beach, the guy driving the car stops to fill up the gas tank. The guy working at the gas station, my mom says they called him Weird Larry, sees my uncle and asks who he's with. My uncle replies that he doesn't actually know the guy, and Larry won't let my uncle go any further and makes him get out of the car. So when I first read that, I was really confused about what was happening. Basically, the gas driver attendant knows the... Gas driver attendant. (laughs) Is that what it's called? The gas station attendant, sorry. Um, I'm a little high. No, 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 I love that. Um, The gas station attendant sees this guy's uncle and is like, hey, dude. You don't know that guy. Why yeah. are you in a car with well, him? He's like, hey, like, who is that guy? Yeah. yeah. Which That's nice of him. Yeah. Very nice of him to actually, because, I mean, kids just don't, when you're that young and dumb and you just don't 
think about those things happening to you. Yeah. And I feel like death is so, unless you far away. experience it. And even yeah. then, it's like, you don't feel like it can touch you. Yeah. yeah. Because you're young. Yeah. You just want to go to the beach. Let's go to the beach each. So my uncle replies that he doesn't actually know the guy, and Larry won't let my uncle go any further and makes him get out of the car. The driver goes on without him. Now then, three years have passed since Bowie started disappearing, and they finally find out what happened. A man had been paying two boys to lure teenage boys to his house, where he drugged them, strapped them to a wooden board, tortured them, raped them, and killed them. There were at least 28 victims, and Mark Scott was one of them. Mark Scott is the brother's friend that the mom had a crush on no that's terrible the reason they found out was because the teenagers two teenagers murdered and killed the serial killer and then told the police about all the murders and led them to some of the bodies and guess who picked up my uncle that day when he was going to go fishing this is the story of dean Kroll. coral who's that um this person it, Which, if you're yeah. interested in hearing the full story of, like, who this guy is, let wanna, us know. I want to hear. Can I be interested? Yeah, you can be interested. Wait, Maybe oh I'll gosh. do this in a few weeks. Yeah. You're planning eight weeks in advance. You're like... <laughs> yeah. Damn. So that was the first story. I love that. Well, I don't love that. That sounds... Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Like, the almost part of it being, like... That I feel like, I yeah. been one of the people who was a part of that, but, like, getting to escape is really, like... Yeah, the coulda, the coulda been is a scary part, and how many coulda beens there are is terrifying. Like, the people that get away. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Sad that his friend didn't get away, though. Yeah, rip mark. (laughs) And the other 28 other victims. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of victims. That's a lot of victims. For, do you know who this is at all? No. And isn't that crazy that somebody in American history killed 28 people and you don't know? Yeah. Like, that's not something that we're taught. There should be a class in high school that's just serial killers. It's like, here's all the people who killed people. Yeah. Here's how to recognize one. We would love that class. Yeah. It's called forensic sciences. (laughs) Yeah, true. Touche. Tucci. No, well, and it's strange that, like, serial killers have gotten more popular, kind of, like, as time passes. The romanticization of, like, yeah. But then why is it only, like, four main serial killers we hear about if there's so many serial killers? Anyways, keep going. Very true. So this next one's by Yellow Valley. About ten years ago, I was recently divorced and living alone in a one-bedroom apartment. The place was clean and the rent was decent. One of those places that had a doorman, so I felt safe there. I was alone and loving it, focused on my career and not on my clingy ex-husband. Period. Damn, okay, yeah. Like, feeling feeling herself. <laughs> Things were finally looking up for me. At the time, I was working pretty late in the office, and I would often stumble into my apartment sleep-deprived in the early hours of the morning and wake up by 6.30, 7-ish to start the day. I started noticing that in the morning, my door would be unlocked sometimes. I usually dismiss this as a sleep-dead brain thinking that the bed looked more appealing than locking the door. Hmm. Been there before. Yeah. (laughs) Or you just, like, are so tired that you forget, and then you wake up the next day and you're like, oh, fuck, that. Yeah. It's strange, too, because, like, in, like, your apartment building, it feels really safe and, like, homey. Mm -hmm. You know everyone who lives in the building, but then it's also, like, the back door is just, like... To the world. To the street, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Another thing that I noticed since moving in is that I seem to misplace things more than I used to. Little things like hairbrush or nail polish, that sort of thing. It wasn't really that big of a deal, just enough to be a slight annoyance in my day. Ooh, that is still... Which also, you could attribute that to a ghost of like... Oh yeah, being like, oh... The these things are missing, especially when it's like small things like nail polish, it's like ghost playing tricks. I know growing up with my grandpa, his house is haunted. Yeah. Um, and it is my dead uncle that died of SIDS like baby and so keys go missing my toys used to go missing all the time the remote used to go missing and so my grandpa literally had to build like a compartment center for each of his things so they stopped going missing cute it was very funny oh, wait, that's... they were like so it happens so often that my grandpa was like yeah it's billy that is so cool really inconvenient but it's like yeah yeah like that's but i mean cute. so picture moving in somewhere and it just being yeah, it'd be, like, weird. You yeah, know? it'd be and, weird, but also it's, like, shit happens. And honestly, depending on how forgetful you are, like, I lose things all the time. And, like, and they'll be gone for, like, an indefinite you are period very, of time. <laughs> yeah, you are good. very losing things. And I, yeah, so if you just, like, lose things, it could just be like, eh, well, that's who I am, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. So the longer I lived there, the more frequently I seemed to forget to lock the door. At first it was every once in a while, and then it seemed almost like a daily occurrence. Mm. More things went missing, like pictures, shaving razors, and most disturbingly, my underwear. This went on for long enough that I started to get a little paranoid. I started to take the time at night to make sure the door was locked. I got into a habit of every night after I locked the door to turn the handle three times and say to myself, it's locked, it's locked, it's locked. Time after time, I would wake up and the door would be unlocked. One time I even tried staying up all night to watch the door, but I ended up falling asleep in my chair. I decided that my mind was not reliable enough to stay up all night, so I invested in a video camera. I went all out and bought the fanciest camera that one could get their hands on. So that night I set up the camera facing the door. I hid under, or I hid the camera under a pile of towels on the floor and locked the door and went to bed. This is, like, so paranormal activity. It's scary. Yeah. That's... Getting a camera and putting it in your apartment and then just allowing yourself to go to sleep is so scary. Yeah. Like, that is, like, who has enough trust in the world that they... Like, wouldn't you be terrified? Like, if you I would be so scared the whole time. Investing in a video camera, like, how are you, like, okay enough to go to sleep? I could not be. Unless yeah. I was, like, so exhausted, which she probably is. I mean, working that often and then also having this, like, paranoia makes you really yeah. tired because you're just always on edge. A divorce recently? Like, yeah. that emotional thing? Yeah. Ugh. So, when I woke up, my apartment looked normal. Nothing missing that I could see. I decided to check the tape. I fast-forwarded through hours of footage, not seeing anything. I was about to give up when I noticed the door of the handle jitter. The handle of the door jitter. The door of the handle jitter. <laughs> <laughs> then it slowly crept open. A figure slid through a half-open door and walked towards the camera. It paused, looked around as if it was listening for something, then walked forward into the direct view of the camera. Oh my God. I paused the camera and the hair on my arms and the back of my neck started to rise. I started looking directly into the face of the maintenance man of the building. I could see those big thick glasses and curly hair. I had no doubt who it was. I played the tape a little more and he looked comfortable as he walked around my apartment. Then he turned and walked towards my bedroom and out of view of the camera. 
That's so fucking scary. Picture if Steve showed up at the apartment. Dude, that's terrifying because it's like, oh, this was like a clean building. This is my first apartment without a person. Like, you know, I trusted this. Like, she was comfortable enough that even when things are going missing or like the door was unlocked, she was like, oh, it's fine. Like, whatever. Like, that is so invasive. Oh, my God. Especially because it's somebody who just like has the key so that he could be doing this to so many people. All the time. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's so terrifying, Ah! dude. Oh, my God. So I didn't know what to do. Sobbing, I called the police, and I tried to explain over the phone, but couldn't. Soon enough, two officers arrived at my doorstep, and I told them everything and showed them the tape. I remember seeing the blood drain from their faces. They promised me that I was safe and that they were going to get this guy. I needed to lay down, but I didn't want to be alone. One of the officers offered to stand outside my apartment as I took a nap. As I was laying in bed, unable to sleep, but too drained to move, something kept nagging at me. I laid there for a few minutes, tossing and turning, unable to get comfortable or rest. My mind was racing. Then I realized, then a realization slowly washed over me and chilled me to the bone. What? We watched the tape and saw the man enter my home, but we never saw him leave. I froze, Bro. then started shaking. I needed to get to the front door now. I sat up and looked in my room, and I couldn't see anyone. I swung my legs over the side of the bed, and cautiously, my fit he—cautiously, hmm? I swung my legs over the side of the bed cautiously. My fit feet hit. That's so hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> my feet hit the cold wood floor, and I felt a warm breath on my ankles. I raced out of my apartment as fast as I could to the safety of the police officer, and he called for backup. They found a man under my bed clutching a knife and a Polaroid camera. Dude. And that's the end of that story. Oh my Ah! god. That is terrifying. Picture having that realization of like, oh my god. They're still here. Like, I didn't see them leave. Why the fuck wouldn't the police are so useless i'm sorry like the police was they none of them were like oh boy where but we never see him let leave yeah nobody thought about it no they didn't search her apartment wouldn't that yeah first thing you do all right but fuck that is so oh that is so terrifying yeah god that's like one of my worst fears is someone breaking in or like some sort of home invasion thing like that like that is so it scares me living alone. I don't think I could ever like live alone alone because yeah. I would just be in constant paranoid fear of like yeah somebody's gonna break into my apartment and I'm not gonna know what to do. Even not having like a dog or something like Elio would be loud as fuck. Yeah. If it was just like you and Elio, mm-hmm. so you'd be a little safer. But if it was just but, like you, a human, alone, yeah, being stupid and unaware. This is why everybody should own a dog. Yeah, for real. This is dog propaganda. Get a dog. Get a dog. Tommy, did you hear that? We're getting a dog. Or this could happen to you. Yeah, you could. Yeah. God, that's so terrifying. Ah! So this next one's by Gohaim. Gahaim. 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 G-A-H-A-I-M. A man is driving a regular route on the highway when he notices a turn off that would take him up through the mountains. He figures he drives all the way, or he figures he drives this way all the time, but has never taken the mountain path, even though it will only take him a few hours longer to reach his destination. Mm-hmm. If I had the option to drive a mountain path and it would take hours longer, I would say fuck no. Yeah. Um, hours? No. Like, unless... When I'm driving, I'm trying to get from point A to point B. Well, did you ever do the thing in high school where you'd, like, want to drive to relax? No. 
Oh, maybe he was doing that, like, just, like, listening to some music. Because some people will go on drives just to relax. I can't imagine with the gas prices right now. Like, I am not driving to relax. Nobody is, yeah. But. Yeah, nobody is. As a spur-of-the-moment decision, he takes a turn and begins his journey up the winding road. He started his drive later in the day than usual, so the sky is getting dark as he approaches the top, and the view is gorgeous. While he continues, he gets a small chill up the base of his neck, but dismisses it as a cool mountain air. Not long after, he starts to slow his car as he approaches what appears to be a nasty car accident. Two cars completely totaled, looking like they hit each other head-on just after rounding a corner. The man can see a few bodies on the ground, all bloodied and not moving. Immediately, he knows he has to pull over and help, but he can't stop some sixth sense telling him something about the scene is wrong, like it just isn't natural. Mm. He decided he's going to drive his car forward and just park it beyond the crash site before getting out to help. He slowly creeps by the wreck and manages to get a better look at one of the bodies. It's definitely human, but something seems amiss, and he still can't place it. God. He rolls the car forward maybe six meters from the crash site. As he's about to come up to a stop, he opens the door to investigate. He looks out his front windshield for a moment. It's gone terribly dark now, nearly pitch black, when something in his rearview mirror catches his eye. Several somethings, in fact. As he gazes into this mirror in horror, he can see bodies of the crash site illuminated in his rear lights. I'm scared. All of them are sitting up, staring directly at his car, eyes like glowing orbs in the mirror. I would kick my gas really fast. Fuck yeah, that was a bop. (laughs) He panics as suddenly more people come from the ditches and forests surrounding the road, but then the crash victim bodies began to stand, seemingly fine, no limps, or dragging themselves. Does he have the presence of mind to throw the car back into drive? (gasps) By the time the first people are taking their careful steps towards the vehicle, he's already started speeding as fast as he can around the bend and getting the hell off the mountain. Nobody ever came for him, nor did he ever seem like he was followed. Sometimes he wonders if his mind played a trick on him, but he still has to this day, and he always checks his rearview mirror to, before ever stepping out of the car. Um, that is terrifying. It's like not deer. Yeah, yes. You know? Well, wasn't there, like, did we read that story about, like, the, or maybe it was, like, some podcast but I feel like you would know it. The one where it's, like, the women who were driving along that road and then they, like, saw, like, an old car flash by them or something or, like, the gas station flashed by them and it was, like, a really creepy gas station and everything seemed off and then they, like, drove away because it was so, like, off and then they never saw that gas station again and everyone was like, that doesn't exist. Like, that, Mm. there's nothing there. That feels like one of those, like, weird things where it's, like, a paranormal, like, people who were there at one time or like a weird entity Mm -hmm. and that's so uh, uh, uh. yeah it's like the multiverse colliding you know like these infinite possible realities sometimes overlapping with each other and and then you just happen to be on the path with one yeah really fucking spooky and terrifying yeah uh also like (laughs) looking into a rearview mirror and seeing something like that is so hereditary to me Mm. that ugh it's just very Ari Aster. Yeah, very Ari Aster. So this next one's by Flipplefip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Flipplefip. So here's a story about my friend. He lives in an apartment complex in the city. 
This place is about 10 stories high, and he lives on the 8th. Oh, so he's wealthy. Eight? Eh, 10 stories isn't the craziest. 10 stories is like middle class of cities. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I Yeah. One night, he was going home and arrived at the main lobby around 11 p.m. He waited for the elevator, and when it opened, a man rudely bumped into him and hurried out of the lobby. My friend didn't think much of it until he got back to his room. He looked in his bathroom mirror and brushed his teeth. He found bits of blood on his very shoulder that the man bumped into. Which is weird. That. That this, you just got blood on you by a stranger. I'm so sorry. That tweaks me. That is so strange. (laughs) Like, picture me running into Liv and Leah and getting blood on me. That's, that's kind of cinematic. That's so terrifying. Yeah, this does feel like a, this could be filmed. Like, looking in the mirror and being like, what is this, like, weird stain? Like, trying to get it off. Being like, oh, fuck. That's blood. Like, how yeah. did I get that man? Did you know that uh, the enzymes from your spit get blood out of clothing naturally? Really? Yeah, so if you ever get blood on your clothes, just spit on it. Does that work with, like, period blood? So, like, if I bled through my jeans, do you think I could just, like, I don't know. It's a lot of spit. Yeah. Be, like, drinking water, like, pah, pah, pah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how it yes, works. Yes, I'm going to try that. I'll get back to you. You should. Yeah. <laughs> The next day was Saturday, and he was getting ready for a date. He had just taken a shower when he heard a knock at his door. Peering through the eye hole, he saw a policeman. The policeman was a guy in his mid-forties with short, dark hair and shaven off his left eyebrow. The policeman asked through the door, There was murder last night around 10.50 p.m., and I would like to ask if you saw anything in particular. My friend did see something in particular. He bumped into a man that bloodied his shoulder, but he replied, No, sir. I know nothing of the sort. My friend was already late for his date and didn't want to get involved. The policeman responded, All right. Thank you for your time. And left. My friend went to his date and came back home later that day. Feeling a bit guilty, he lied to a police officer. Never feel guilty about lying to the police. No, yeah, you're fine, girl. Like, (laughs) they probably wouldn't discover anything anyway. Like, you happened to bump into a man? Shut up. You're fine. Yeah. (laughs) Then he flicked on the TV and the news was talking about murder at his apartment building. Great, he thought. Way to make me feel more guilty. But then the news went on to say the killer was caught. The culprit's photo came up on the screen. And there the murderer was. A guy in his mid-40s with short, dark hair and a shaved-off left eyebrow. He wasn't a police officer. He was the man who was out to kill the witnesses. <gasps> oh. So they came to his apartment building to try to, like, see who, and he just, like, couldn't remember if he saw him or not yeah, as a so witness. Yeah, like, hey, that's, oh, my God. Terrifying. Thank God he lied. Like, thank God yeah. he lied. Thank God he was like, I'm too busy. Yeah. Lie to the police more often. That is crazy, bro. Damn, yeah. and that's also really, like, I don't want to, like, say that's really smart of the murderer, but that's, like, a very, that's so, like, a bad wit, because you're murdering more people, so you're probably going to get caught, but that yeah. is such, like, a manipulative way of, like, figuring out who saw you. Yeah, covering up by dressing up as a police officer, as somebody who the community is supposed to trust. Yeah, and then... And then um, literally murking them if they know anything about your murder. That's kind of what I feel like the police would do if it was a police murder. They'd be like, hey, there's a murder. Can we talk to you? Definitely They'd is. They'd be like, murdering you as well. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that was my last story. I loved these stories. Yes. Oh, my God. I forgot the sound machine at my house. So here, I'll just clap for an awkwardly long amount of time. Okay. 
Yeah, still laughing. Yeah, it's still happening. Did you like it? I yeah, I really loved those. Do you want to do a three sentence summary? Of all of them. Of it as one, a unit. One for each, yeah. Fuck. So the first one was was Man Under Bed first. What was the first one? The first one. Oh, was... the first one was okay. So remember when people used to what do you call it? Carpool? Not a carpool. Road hitchhiking. Yeah, road hike. Remember when people used to hitchhike? Yeah, that was a pretty bad idea. Oh fuck, that was two sentences. Well, whatever. It's gonna be like however many sentence summary. Okay, second story was oh, and always lock your door, kids. Um. Fuck, how many of these are there? I think there were four. And it don't take the long way home, and. <laughs> and always lie to the police. Cool. Don't hitchhike. Lock your door. Always take the short way home and lie to the police. That's a good four sentence summary. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that one. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That was a nice paragraph. Thank you. Thank you. It took a second. I had to, you know, review the material. I That's okay. There was a lot of it. You know, AT, APTP three cats. Did you ever? No. There was like some something about like writing a thesis, or it's like. I couldn't tell you what the APTP means. I'm I tried, but not that hard. But it's like you have to have three fat um, examples to back up your mm. thesis. Like three yeah. fat cats. I've never heard that phrase, but I have heard like listing your examples in your thesis. Yeah, being like you have to have the topic and the hypothesis that you're proving, and then three fat yeah. cats. And I feel like you know this is sort of. A work in progress thesis so i've got my four fat cats but i need to like narrow it you need to trim them yeah mm-hmm. okay have a message um are you feeling girl boss gatekeepy or gaslighty um i'm feeling girl rest <laughs> can i mean girl girl rest <laughs> yeah. um i guess like i am sort of feeling gaslight um i'm gaslighting myself into just in the world into believing that it's gonna be okay like, it's okay. I'm just going to rest. I'm gaslighting myself into believing that everything's going to happen in the way it needs to. And that there's, you, you know, it'll be yeah. all right. Yeah. I'm Every gaslighting this thing. kitten into thinking it's going to be kept forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. You are kind of gaslighting the I kitten. Am. I'm like, oh, little bestie. Little baby. Yeah. Mm. What about you? I'm feeling girl boss this week because I beat COVID and now I have a whole yes. bunch of things I need to do. Yes, beating COVID. So, and it's warm in Chicago. It is. Like, going to read by the beach would be a beautiful little excursion. Yeah. yeah. So, you can really be a girl boss when the sun's out. That's yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we love you. We hate you. Katie hates you. I love you. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. You know where to find us on social media at... Killer Kush Podcast on Instagram and... Killer Kush Pod on Twitter. You can also click the link tree in the description of what you're watching us on. And you can subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, you can listen to the session if you subscribe to the Patreon. Um, you can also click some links and submit a sound of the week or a listener story. And you can get merch. And you can get some funky, fresh, frickin' merch. That's right. Click our Redbubble shop and check out the merch. You can get a t-shirt. You can get a mug. You can get a picture of Nick's toes. Dirty or clean. That one's extra, baby. That one we just added, yeah. That's Mm -hmm. extra. Yeah, it's an extra little link. All right, we love you. Bye. Bye.